Hi everyone, it's Derek from the iReady podcast here and this is my reaction to the one each draw with Aberdeen in the Premiership tonight. Welcome to the next episode of Poor Form After the Winter Break because that's really what it was. We were abysmal tonight. There's, we'll get into it. There's obviously some circumstances there but we were off the boil tonight. We I wouldn't say we didn't seem interested but we just seemed to lack that spark and I don't know what it was tonight. It was just really poor all round. Into the game, a number of players out injured mainly or an international duty like Aribo was, but we still only made one change from the game that started against St Mirren. We lined up McGregor, Tavernier, Goldson, Bassey, Barisic, Kamara, Sands, Hadji, Kent, Wright and Morelos. On the subs bench we have McLaughlin, Simpson, Balligan, King, Lundstrom, Bakuna, Sakala, Itten and McCann. So the first half, really not the most convincing of performances in the first half, however we found ourselves 1-0 to the good. Aberdeen started brightly with a lot of pace, putting our defence under quite a bit of pressure. They hit the post in the 7th minute as well, which was a good move and it might have taken a wee nick off our, our defender as well. No corner was given, mind you, so I'm not too sure but that wasn't the, the only referee or linesman blunder tonight, if, if it was so. The worrying thing, we were given Aberdeen acres of space in the final third however, fortunately, clear Cut chances never really materialised for them. One did, however, on the 20th minute, which will no doubt cause the usual suspects to be claiming conspiracy, as there was a long ball up over our defence. McGregor comes out to it. The attacker tries to loft it over McGregor. The ball ended up going into orbit, and absolutely no chance the attacker was getting to it. McGregor made contact with the, the attacker, just pure momentum that was, was, was taking him through. The, the player was spinning round anyway as he attempt, after he attempted to loft the ball. Claims for a penalty. Correct decision not given. As I said, there was no chance the attacker was getting to the ball and it was a coming together due to momentum more than anything anyway. However, right after that, we went straight up the park and scored their goal on the 20th minute as well with Hadji scoring. It was a quick break up the field, down the right with right. He looks up, a long cross field pass to Kent on the edge of the box on the other side. He looks up as well, crosses into the middle to the on-running Hadji who basically passed it into the net. A fantastic all-round goal and just a great moment as well considering the, the potential controversy just two seconds beforehand as well. Arguably, it was against the run of play as well because Aberdeen had been the better team up until that point. For the next 15 minutes, we then started to control the match without creating too much. However, there was some really quick, really nice passages of play. Largely came to nothing as Aberdeen were really quick to get back. More often than not, they managed to get about eight players into the box as we were breaking. So they'd done their defensive job very well that, in that respect. The final 10 minutes of the half seen Aberdeen start to retake control, which was disappointing from our point of view, quite obviously. We needed to tighten up in the second half and not allow them so much possession and space at the back, and we need to be more incisive going forward, and a better link-up between the forward line was needed as well, because that was the, the, the missing element, I felt. We're doing the mid-to-forward thing fine, it was just that link-up between the forward players that was disappointing. However... We got none of that in the second half. It was just an insipid, really dreadful performance. We offered absolutely nothing. We lacked any pace and urgency. Slack passing. We did stop Aberdeen giving as much space at the back, mind you, but we were ended up being on the back foot for a lot of the second half. Clancy, the referee, who was having an absolute piss-poor game up until that point, he went into having an absolute shocker on the 58th minute when it was a really, really disgraceful two-footed challenge challenge with studs shown by McCrory on Morelis. He only gave a yellow card for it. Should have been a red card every day of the week for me. We were losing out in midfield at that point 
there was big spaces, we needed something to shore it up and certainly nobody had been showing anything decent in the second half so Wright came off and Lundstrom came on. A few people might be thinking, oh that's, you know, Lundstrom, you know, but that's exactly what we needed I felt as well and clearly the manager felt that as well. We needed something in the middle there just to tighten everything up again. However, we ended up conceding a penalty on the 72nd minute. It was a corner in from the left, a header by the Aberdeen attacker and hits off the armour Morelos, who in fairness could do nothing about it. He did try and get his arm out of the way, but he hits his arm and in the new rules, we've seen it for us. We can see we unfortunately conceded a penalty due to handball. Minute later, it became one each. McGregor dived to the left, the ball goes to the right and the ball went into the back of the net. However, on our close-up replay later on in the game, we've seen that the ball was actually moving as the ball was struck, so the penalty should have been retaken. That's one of the things that the referee should be looking out for and the linesman as well. Again, they were anonymous. After that, Hadji came off and Sakala came on. And then, bizarrely, our first corner of the second half happened on the 82nd minute. And again, bizarrely, that was our best chance of the second half. Because the corner came in from the right by Tavernier. A stunning volley by Morelos forces the keeper into a great diving save out for another corner. And then, if Clancy had been having a shocker than now, it's now turned into... He's either completely incompetent or he's cheating because there was a period of 10 minutes there, he just lost the plot. On the 83rd minute, Kent received his second yellow card for absolutely nothing. 10 minutes beforehand, he had received a, a yellow card for being fouled, basically. I know you could turn around and say reacted, but basically Johnny Hayes fouled him. Johnny Hayes taken exception to some something for some reason, I had no idea. He got right in the face of Kent. He refused to move as Kent was trying to walk away and Kent pushed them. Clancy came running over with his yellow card out already in his hand and booked to both of them. Kent first, mind you. Kent was not the aggressor in this case and he got a yellow card for it. Absolutely disgusting referee in there. And the, and the red card itself, he goes for a ball with Brown at the touchline. Very, very minimal contact, if any contact at all. And as usual, Brown play acts, as he had already done earlier on in the game as well. And the referee books Kent for it. Absolutely abysmal refereeing. When a referee's going to get taken to task about this? Because this is just not on. I mean, I know you're talking about, oh, there's a conspiracy against Celtic and everything's for Rangers. That doesn't look into the fact that several incidents like this happen throughout a game. And yeah, we've maybe not had red cards. We've maybe not had penalties. There's reasons for that, which if you look beyond your conspiracy theorist mind, you'll understand if you know anything about football. But tonight was a prime example of disgraceful refereeing. I am not claiming he's a cheat. He's just an absolute disgraceful referee like most of them are. It's a difficult job, but when you're just making stuff up on the spot, that ultimately did turn the game in the last 10 minutes, because then after that, it was all Aberdeen. Morelos came off on the 89th minute and it came on, and that's really how the, the game ended up. So, really, really bitterly disappointing performance. Take the, the, the whole refereeing issue aside, that's another story altogether. Our performance itself, up until that point, was not good enough. Again, we're hoping it's not going to turn into some sort of post-winter break hangover for some weird reason. We never went anywhere this year, as we didn't last year. And granted, our performances did drop last year, even though we were still getting the results. I'm just hoping it's not going to turn into something. As I've always said, three points, a six-point gap is really nothing. It's down to four points now, so... I don't want to hear anything about we're going to run away with anything. The league is a long, long way away yet. 
It's not going to be one that I can't or like that it was last year. Both teams are going to drop points. We just need to make sure that we don't drop as many as them. That's as simple as that. The league is in our hands still. We are four points ahead of them. We just need to be wary. We can't have too many performances like that. Leads us up into the next game we've got, which is in the Scottish Cup against Stirling Albion on Friday. That's a home tie. Obviously goes without saying that, you know, it's a vital, vital game. As much as Stirling Albion are not the greatest of teams, it's a cup game. Anything can happen. You know you know what happens. And uh, looking at our results before tonight, the three of, three of our draws that have happened this season so far have been at home. So... We just need to be mindful that, you know, teams will be wary of Ibrox and they will shut up shop. So I'll be back with a post-match for that game. Dave and I, we're going to be recording this week, however. Surprise, surprise, Dave has managed to book himself a, a wee jolly away abroad. So so Dave will be abroad for that game, I believe. You know, we'll be back hopefully next week with a, with a main pod. So as ever, you can go to our website, which is iReadyPodcast.wordpress.com and you can also go to all the usual podcast outlets. So thanks for listening and goodbye.